and welcome to another episode of the Blessed Is She podcast. This is Reagan Hodge and I am here with a very special guest today. Hey y'all, my name's Aubrey Price. And? <laughs> I go to Houghton <laughs> High School and I'm a junior. Awesome. Okay, this is so special to me because this has been my best friend since day one. How many years has it been? It's been, I think, about eight. Eight? It's been a hot minute. You're right. Girl, it's been more than eight. <laughs> it's been. We used to do like cheer right. together. So it's been a long time. It was like one year after I moved here. So I think it's been well, I 11, has 10 it been or like 11 over years. Over 10 years, really? Yes. Oh it's been gosh. at least 10 years. So we're very, very close. Crazy. So I am really excited for this. And of course, I have to ask Aubrey my number one question. If you could describe your walk with Christ and... Uh, around one word, how would you describe it? Yeah, I think I would say fulfillment. Anytime I turn to God or my life is just really surrounded by Him, there's so much fulfillment within me, and I feel... That's such a good answer. Thank you. Okay, so today we really just wanted, and this sounds so cliche, but I love to talk about this because I feel like sometimes it isn't talked about enough in the right way, but really the important the importance of kindness. Yeah. So, Aubrey. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this question. So, would you say it's easy or hard to be kind in this world? I mean, it is definitely difficult. There are many people who challenge you in your kind spirit, but I think it's important to keep persisting and being kind to those people. They need it the most. That's a really good answer. And honestly, I can say that I feel the same way. You know, um, I know we were talking earlier, and some people are, like, so easy to be kind to. But then you may have people who challenge you, and you're like, how am I supposed to be nice to this person? Yeah. And so um, how how would you say you battle those thoughts of, like, oh, my gosh, I really don't want to be nice to this person? Because, you know, sometimes we're like, they don't deserve it. How do you battle those thoughts and remain to be kind anyways? I think it it might sound cliche, but it goes back to you never know what that person's going through. You never know what type of day they're having. And I know personally for me, like sometimes a bad day affects the way I act. Mm -hmm. So that one interaction you have with that person, it can't mean that that's the way they always are. So I think you always have to take into consideration what's going on. That's so true because like you were saying, like you have to look at yourself personally too. We don't. You know, we like to think that we're nice, and so we go and we try to be nice sometimes, Mm -hmm. unless you just don't like being nice. (laughs) 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 But but sometimes I just have a bad day, and, you know, I'm not just always grouchy. I'm not a grouchy person, but sometimes, you know, I have a bad day, and I'm just like, and I'm just not myself. And, you know, I don't want people to think, I don't want people to treat me badly because of that one experience. So, you know, same way, I have to be like, I shouldn't treat this person badly because they're having a bad day because, you know, like you said, it could just be that one interaction. But um, also, I like to think about how, um, you know, it's it's a very widely used, like, phrase, I guess you would say, you know, treat others how Jesus treats us. And I think, but it's so it true. It is so true. Like, S- yes. So, um. And what I mean by that is, like, the kindness that Jesus, like, gives to us, the forgiveness he gives us, every, everything. Like, we think about how much we mess up in one day, and yet he is still kind to us. He's still good to us. 
he still fulfills promises to us. And so how do you think you use like the words of the Bible to help you go through the day and be kind to people? Well, uh, there's this one verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.11, and it is encourage one another and help one another. It, it's just so crazy to me that our God who created life, who literally every single person on this earth has a purpose. He puts so much work into us. In the end, you over you see it so many times in the Bible. He just wants us to treat each other kindly. It's so true. Like, he wants us to just be this overwhelming love. He never once says how we are supposed to judge, we are supposed to hate. I feel like we were made, and we have a whole, like, textbook telling us that we are meant to be loving, kind people to others. Yeah, and I mean, here is so much that the greatest commandment in the Bible is love. You yeah. know, uh, love love your neighbor as yourself, love others, love others as Jesus loves you, forgive others as Jesus forgives you. Um, it says right here, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. And that is, it's just so true. And so I just, I love when I go to school and really just kindness is so important in this aspect too, which is what I want to ask you about. How do you think your kindness influences others? Yeah, um, going back to you never know what somebody's struggling with. And I know personally that sometimes there's something going wrong or I just need one person to smile at me or I need one person to give me a compliment. And that, like, a compliment or just a wave or just saying one kind thing to somebody, that can really change their whole perspective. Like, it really, it, like, it influences people so much. Like, especially if more people did it, like, if there was, if everybody was kind, then it almost was becoming like, oh, well, I would want to be kind too. It becomes a trend, which it should, should be something everyone does. Yeah. That, like you were saying, it becoming a trend because I feel like, um, especially now, it's almost popular to bully people or be mean to people. Like, you go on social media, and I, I literally saw this TikTok the other day, and I thought it was so crazy. Someone saying, let's normalize bullying people again. And I, I was s- like... I saw that, too. Like, uh, no. <laughs> that, no. Let's not normalize bullying. No. Because, and I think, and this is... I th- this relates to both of us very closely that being kind means so much in the way that it could save someone's life too. Um, we, I mean, we have firsthand experience with that because when we were in what seventh grade, we were it was the very end of seventh <laughs> yeah. grade. It was tough February. subject. Yes, February. Um, we did have a friend who committed suicide, and it was very rough, and it's still it very. Was very hard. Very rough time. Yeah, it's very hard to talk about, and really, so many times you can't tell because the person is—they're trying to make up for the lack that they have. I think the, and I—I I can look back and think of how many people made fun of him, and it's really hard because then I think of, you know, you try to blame it on yourself. I wish I did more. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I had I done this. I wish I had said this to him. I think about that all the time. Like, it was nobody's fault. We can obviously say that. But, like, what if those people just had, like, one more nice thing said to them? What if they mm-hmm. had, like, one more hug? What if they gave, like, what if they had one more compliment? Like, what would have been that one thing that they needed? And it, yeah. I think that was so hard for seventh grade me to wrap my mind around. Mm-hmm. Like, what could I have done? And I, 
think it truly goes back to the thing you have to be just kind to everybody you see you never know what people need and I think in the end like kindness is the basic thing yes because I truly believe if if he had received more kindness then just kindness can help with a lot of things and we hear Mm -hmm. about this every day um so many times a day um where people commit suicide they take their own lives because they weren't given kindness because they were treated unfairly because they go through a rough time. And I hear this all the time when, again, scrolling on TikTok and people are like, why isn't anybody noticing? And it's so true because when you're going through a hard time, you can't, people aren't always transparent as to what's happening in Mm -hmm. their lives because sometimes we like to hide it because I know me and you are both like happy people and we try to be that happy person for other people. And so we don't want to be a disappointment when we go out and we're not having a good day because mm-hmm. we want to be that smiling person it's to like the people who need it. Yes. You have to uphold. Yes. It's, it definitely is a standard because we feel like we have to meet that, that standard, that we have to be that smiling face for someone because we don't want to let other people down. Yeah. And so when we're going through a rough time, sometimes we like to hide it. And it's really just not – it's not healthy. And then when – you are just having that rough time. People are treating you, you know, unkindly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help. Yes. And sometimes people are joking. But when you're really going through a rough time, it just really hits they, you hard. They aren't jokes. Like yeah. They're not funny. You <laughs> Yeah. You really <laughs> just take it to heart. And so I love to think about that, how I just have to think that everyone is going through mm-hmm. a hard time. And I have to treat them as such. I have to treat them delicately because it's kind of people are kind of like flowers like they may look they look pretty and everything but Mm -hmm. they are very delicate and you you touch them the wrong way petals fall off you know Um, it might be an accident but yeah it happens it happens and so you have to treat people as such treat them delicately treat them gently um really just always goes back to treat them the way that you would want to be treated treat them with the kindness that jesus treated us with treat them with the forgiveness that jesus treated us with and really just forgiveness oh forgiveness yeah forgiveness is so hard it for like something that seems so easy forgiveness is so hard Mm. but once you forgive somebody it like it's this whole different type of situation like it's like you get up to the top of that hill where it's like you have to forgive and then it's just smooth sailing all the way down. Like yeah. it's it's hard getting to that point, but afterwards it becomes like you have so much it's like a weight is lifted off your chest. It's so true. And um because kindness is like a big factor into forgiveness because mm-hmm. it's so easy to tell someone like someone does something to you like Aubrey if you like pushed me down the (laughs) stairs and (laughs) you were like oh my gosh I'm so sorry and I say it's okay I forgive you but in my head I'm like oh my gosh I hate her why did she push me down the stairs and I like hold this grudge against you then like I number one I feel like having bitterness in your heart is not good it like I hate to use this analogy, but it's literally like mold. Like it's like, it's so it true. It just grows and grows, and it's like. Because then, not only are you bitter towards that person, but then you become bitter to other people. Mm-hmm. It just 
like you said, mold, and it just, like, infects you. Very, yeah. And, I mean, I feel like that's every negative thing in this world. Like, when we get used to it, like, like being unkind to people, it infects your heart, and you're, you start being unkind to everybody. And you start, and then you're unkind to yourself, and it just turns into this whole thing, and it's so hard to get back from. Um, and that's when I had to realize, you know, when I find it hard to forgive somebody, I need to truly, it, it all has to do with a different perspective. I need to gain different perspective. Because if I'm just like, yeah, I forgive you, but then I go home and I'm like, mom, I really do not like this person here. Listen to what they did to me. And I'm carrying around that bitterness. I'm putting that bitterness into other people. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? If something happens, I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my mom. And my mom is going to be like, listen, things happen. And she's going to oh. give me a whole rundown. Tracy is going to. Yes. <laughs> she's going to evaluate. Yeah, she's going to say, I hear what you're saying, but, but this, you need to realize this. And that is something. Shout out to Tracy. Love Tracy. Something my mom, I appreciate my mom so much because of this. Because she is so good at giving that perspective. Especially when I don't want to hear it. Yes. Like I will come to my mom and I will be like, this person did this and I don't know how I could ever get over it. And she's like, Aubrey, Mm. are we being a little dramatic here? (laughs) I think you're okay. They stole my fruit snacks. I don't know. I, I can't, can't forgive that. I'm, I'm like done. you, you touch my food. We're done. 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 We're not. Especially done. the fruit snacks. Yes, but the fruit snacks. The fruit snacks. Are you good. can't. You can't take the fruit snacks. So the fruit roll-ups. <gasps> Man, the fruit roll-ups. Those. Those are gold. They're so gold. So gold. Um, <laughs> but I think with forgiveness, another thing you have to remember is forgiveness isn't just saying oh, I forgive you, Mm. and then, like you were saying, harboring those feelings, I think forgiveness is also having the intent to forgive. Yeah. And I think it, this might just be my opinion, but I think it's okay to take a while to forgive because I would rather take a few days in order to truly have the intent and fully feel like I forgive Mm -hmm. someone than on the spot being like, oh, I forgive you, and then I harbor those feelings for a while. That's so true. And, I mean, just like a lot of other things in our life, forgiveness is a process but then the thing we should do first is take it to God. Because while my mom does give me really good advice, oh. I need to take it to Jesus because he's going to have the, the best perfect answer. Perfect advice. Mm-hmm. And um, Matthew 6.14 says, For if you forgive other people when they have sinned against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Yes. Like, isn't that just crazy? Like, It is. And I know, um, oh, I'm trying to think of how this verse went. Because it's talking about how when you die and you go and you meet Jesus. And Jesus is saying, what have you done for me? And Mm -hmm. some people are like, well, I haven't done anything. But truly, God has seen them do for others. And God is saying, because you have served others, you have served me. I mean, I think it says multiple times in the Bible, we are the servants of God. Yes. We are not we are not high priests of God. We are not God's like rulers. We are servants of God. Yes. We are meant to do his work from we're meant to do his work while we're here on earth. Yeah. And that that's so good because I know so many people have seen this on social media, like the pictures of Jesus washing everybody's feet. Oh my feet. gosh. I I'm sorry. 
those pictures of like him washing every person's feet I think those are the things like that is one of the art pieces that bring me so much joy yes it like it just it opens your eyes like yes he is God to everybody yes like there is one God and he remains the same so it doesn't matter if you've been in prison for 25 years. Jesus loves you. Yes, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't matter what you're going through. He loves you. It doesn't matter what mistakes you've made. He loves you. He doesn't think you worse than anybody else. He thinks of you as his child. Yes, and that's so true. And we can go back to 1 Corinthians um, 13, you know, where it says love is this, love is that. Mm-hmm. But the first thing is love is patient and kind. And kind. 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 Like, kindness. Ah! It's it's just... It's, like, all over. Yes. And also, just to think of kindness in this one perspective. And y'all need to listen to this. This is important. <laughs> and this... <laughs> I'm being serious. This is a, a life... Uh, this is a lifesaver. I'm being serious. We... We cannot get people to heaven, but we can plant the seed and let God um, and water it, but let God do the work mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously we can't save people. God is the ultimate Savior, but we can introduce people to Christ. Exactly. And one way to do that, even indirectly, is being kind. Having, what's the word? Dignity. Mm-hmm. I remember my teacher. She was like, <laughs> I needed to have word. dignity. She was like, this is what I mean. If I put an M&M on your table and I, so, and I tell you, do not eat that M&M, and I go away and you eat it anyways, no dignity. It's what you do when people aren't around. Exactly. And, you know, it's so easy to, um, your church your church people, be kind around your church people because you're like, yes, Jesus we're being kind. And then you get around your friends at school and mm-hmm. you're just like, man, I got to tell you some hot tea exactly. about about this person like and talk trash. But and other people are hearing you doing this. Other people are hearing the words you use. Other people are hearing you bash other people. Because people hear. Yes. Especially when you think they don't. Oh my. Trust me, they hear. Yes. And that is such a hard lesson to learn. But being mm-hmm. kind. Um. No matter where you are, no matter who you're talking to, because when other people who may not know Christ see you being kind, that's what they want to be. Yes. They're going to say, oh, my gosh, that person is so kind. And they're going to ask. And I have people ask me, and this is my number one motivation of being kind. People come and ask me and they're like, how are you always so nice? And I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm just, I don't know. Perfect. Yeah. Like, it's just. It's just who I, I was just made this way. Like, no, I get to say, well, you know, I'm always kind because I have this joyfulness who I receive from God alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And since I'm joyful, I I am able to be kind to people because I know, because I know that, you know, we all have, we all go through hard times. And God forgave me, and so I know that I need to forgive other people Man. like he forgave me. Because I I am not kind all the time. I have my moments where I struggle. <laughs> I struggle. And oh. I may just snap one day, and then I, oh, my gosh. And then I'm like, yeah. God, I am so sorry. I I don't know what got into me today. And he forgives me because I realized that I made a mistake. 
And that's what we need to do with other people. You make a mistake, I forgive you. Why? Because God forgave me, because God loves me, and I should love you. Love. Love. Kindness. Forgiveness. Yes. That is a masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) While we're kind of on the topic of love and being kind to people, I think sometimes as Christians we get in that mindset of loving, of like, oh, what the Bible says doesn't do this. Why? I don't know if I can be particularly kind to you today, but I think Mm. that's the most important people to be kind to. I like to think of people who aren't followers of Christ of, I can get you to the door, I can teach you how to open it, but I hope I instill in you the want to open it. Yes. Like, I hope my... I hope my influence on you is enough to make you make that decision. Yes. Because forcing you into it, it's not going to work out the best. Yeah. Honestly. Because, like you said, I feel like right now, so many people don't want to be Christians because they see Christians as judgmental, like you said. And, I mean, let's be honest. Like, we kind of are in a time Mm -hmm. where it's, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of politics. There's a lot of different changing. There's a lot of discussions in the world. That can turn people bitter. And Christians, some Christians are becoming a part of that. And it's. Yeah, I, I can fully agree. And, but like I, like we said earlier, the greatest commandment is love. So you mm-hmm. need to come to people with a place of love Very first. Because if you place this foundation of saying to people, like, you're doing that wrong. Oh. Jesus says, don't do that. No, no, no. Then they're going to be like, what? But you need to place this foundation of, hey, I know you're going through this. I know you've made these decisions, but I wanted to let you know that Jesus loves you anyways. And because Jesus loves you, I love you. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be like, wait, this person's kind. And you're like, oh, because of Jesus, yes. And they're going to be like, I wish I could be like that. And then that's when you point it back to Jesus. This isn't me. This isn't my works, but this is Jesus' works. It's not Reagan and Aubrey. Yes. It's God's work. Yes. Um, I was thinking of a verse, First Peter 4, 8, and it says, Above all, show sincere, sincere love to each other because love brings about the forgiveness of many sins. That's so good. I think, honestly, good, healthy relationships come from love. Like, mm-hmm. your kind relationship and your loving relationship with somebody can be enough to completely change their life and give them eternal life Mm. it's so true i mean we were just talking about that Mm. like yeah you're kind of people that's going to lead them to christ that leads them to eternal life Mm -hmm. and i love to think of it like this like our job here we aren't just here to like you know party have fun whatnot live our lives so many people so many people love to say live your life while you're young do whatever you want mm. uh you can make it right later it's, that's not true that's not true your actions will always be there while i still think it's important to have fun you can have fun in a legal manner yes <laughs> like for all i know like i could start choking right now and die <laughs> And you have, you have all those actions with you. Like, it really, you can be taken from this earth at any time, even while you're young. Yes. And so. People like to think they're invincible. Exactly. And I'm like. Boy, you are not. No. Going 180 on the interstate. Like, trust me. Yes. It's going to catch yes. up to you. <laughs> like, do not speed. Um, and no. 
if you live in Louisiana, you could get Gosh. eaten by an alligator, man. That's like, what. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, like, dude. Like, you're out fishing for some catfish. Like, you have no idea what's lurking under those waters, it, man. I, thank you. Thank you. Like, be careful. Be cautious. But the best way to be cautious is being saved. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I would like to think. I don't know. Maybe this is my eighty-year-old self coming through. I would like to think we have fun in our adolescent years. We have so much fun. I, I love our fun times. You know, like going out, getting ice cream at nine o'clock, and all that great stuff. Going to Taco Target. Bell at twelve a.m. Taco Bell. Taco. Sneaking Taco. out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't. <laughs> I'm just Tracy and Jamie are listening. I know. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. We do not condone that. Um. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but there, yes, there's so much fun to be had. But also what you were saying, this all goes back to what you said at the very beginning about fulfillment. fulfillment. Because it doesn't matter how much fun you're having without a God-filled life. You will never be content where you are mm-hmm. unless you have Jesus in your heart. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I would just like to say it like, Obviously, I'm not perfect. And there are so many times I can see myself, like, straying away from God. And I really do. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. And then I go back to my Bible. And then I go back to, like, surrounding myself around, like, I don't want to say holy people. But, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like, God-centered people. And it, like, I suddenly feel satisfied. I suddenly feel fulfilled again. And so I think that's why I can say whenever my life is centered around Christ, like, it's such a joyous feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you have to be loving and kind to people because I want all of them to feel that feeling as well. Yeah. And that's that's so good. I, I truly love the thought of fulfillment because in a world where so much can be taken away from you, like yeah. firsthand experience, experience, <laughs> <laughs> if you become too centered around one thing, God will take it away from you. Oh, gosh. And you know what you're going to be left with? Nothing. Because you are so centered around that one thing, you kind of push God out. So when God takes it away, you don't have anything. And so then you're going to come back to God, and you're going to say, God, I need you. And he's going to be like, yeah, I know. And what does he do? He forgives forgives you. you. And he Mm -hmm. continues to love you. Yes, he does. And that I mean, think about it. Like, let's go back to the very the very beginning let's go back to the basic that everybody knows jesus died on the cross for us yes like if i if jesus died on the cross for everybody's sins i think i can forgive somebody for taking my fruit snacks yeah like i mean sometimes it's really hard to do it's really hard (laughs) but i think we can do it yeah and i mean it's really just really deep to think about how when Jesus was on the cross and he knew we would continue to mess up, he knew we would walk away from God, he, he knew. knew we would make all these mistakes and mess up and that we would be scared to speak God's name sometimes. But yeah. he said, you know what, I love these people so much. And he was scared, but he said, God, if this is your will, then I will do it. And that that kind of courage, mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's something I don't have. Yeah. Like wouldn't wouldn't die for me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you were the type of person that pushed me in the middle of the road if a car was coming. To be honest. Oh right. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm I just would kidding. be the type who would, and then I'd accidentally stumble and fall. 
Yeah. We'd go together. But it's okay. It's okay. I would be forgiven. Yes. But truly, I mean, the courage that Jesus had to die on that cross because he loved us. It is. It's like hard to comprehend, sort of. It's, it's really hard. And I think it's impossible to comprehend how really much one person has to love you mm-hmm. to say, I know they're going to keep messing up. Because literally right before Peter denied him three times. times. Like, okay, it would be like me going to die for you and then you denying me. It's like, I, I don't know who she is. Like, I really, d- what are you talking about? Who's Aubrey? And the fact that he was able to forgive Peter three times and keep going. Yes. Because I'll be honest, the first time you would deny me, I would probably. And like, um, we're done. Call it quits. We're but done. No, no more. Like, that is the love of Jesus. Like, he forgives us constantly. And his love, like, it really never falters. Never fails. Never fails. Your love never fails. Oh. Never gives. <laughs> Y'all oh can goodness. tell I'm a professional singer. I'm just kidding. Very much. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. <laughs> um, but just the way he loves us, I love I love to look at that, and then and it, it's really helpful when I'm driving, and I have like major road rage, and uh. there's and I always feel bad when I pass someone, and I realize it's an old person, oh. and they're probably like really lonely and i'm like no or or like when you see an elderly person like <gasps> eating by themselves eating by themselves no yeah, sorry i just had to put throw that in there it's so sad and that and that's really i mean it sounds silly but that is such a good example to look at when you're having a hard time being kind to someone and just just imagine you know like those elderly people just are going through some yeah. lonely stuff that person is going through some stuff too and just to reflect on our own life and say i'm going through some stuff just because you are going through some stuff does not give you the right to be yes, unkind to people. And I feel like that goes both way. The person who needs the kindness and the person who's giving the kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all need to become loving people. Yeah. I mean, trust me, we don't need to be loving all the time. But I promise, like, just one, I like, I really would challenge somebody to give one compliment a day. Or That's so true. wave to somebody, like, Maybe you don't even know them, but I'm sure, I'm sure a wave would might make them feel better, or yeah. it, it will give them something to think about. Yeah, just smile, because I know I'll come home some days and I'll tell my mom like, "Mom, this girl told me my hair looks so good today." <gasps> like, Same. oh my gosh, and like I remember those things. Like I remember yes. walking out of a store one time, and this lady being like, "Oh my gosh, you are so pretty." Yes. I remember that way more than somebody telling me like something hateful. Yeah. And it, it's so true because when you are kind to someone, that's going to stick with them, especially if they're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Remember, if someone is, is having a bad day, you want to make that difference in their life. Oh, yeah. And you want to say, hey, you know, it can be the simplest thing. Like, I love your shoes. Where do you get your shoes? Uh-huh. And girls love that. Girls eat that up. Oh, my gosh. Like, guys, it's like, man, you smell good. Oh Unless they some don't. guys think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, saying, like, your hair looks so good today. Um, I love your shirt. Where'd you get it? Um, things like that. Guys. Guys wear good shoes, man. Oh, my guys gosh. Guys do have some good taste they in shoes. They do. Like, like I man, I love them. your shoes. Where'd you get them? As they have the Nike symbol on them. That's crazy. But honestly, people ask me that about my Nike shoes. Like, um, thank you. Yeah. But anyways, so that 
kindness really, although it sounds so cliche, is so important because not only can it make someone's day, but it can lead to save someone's life. Yeah. And I feel like there's definitely a difference between true, like, intention of being kind and then that fake kindness. Kind of yeah. kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about how you're super, like, positive, kind around your church friends. And mm-hmm. then you get in with your other, like, school friends. You might talk bad about somebody just to, like, mm-hmm. fit in. Like, you should want, like, you should want to give that compliment. Mm-hmm. Not, like, you shouldn't have to force it out of you, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, really, so really just praying, praying about, God, please allow me to be kind when I go to school. And mm-hmm. let me, let me tell you this. You're not always, you're just going to become, like, a kinder person, but oh. God is going to put you through trials to help you become more kind. God uh, is yeah. going to send you people who are so difficult to be kind to, <laughs> yeah. and you are going to have to fight to be kind. And then over time, it will become easier to be kind because you are, like, conditioned for it. Yeah. Do you ever get in those situations where you get done with a situation, you're like, wow, I really could have said this here? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I wished I would have, like, brought God into the conversation yes. there. I feel like, I know it's kind of weird to say, but I feel like those are the tests from God, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that was such a good moment. And I always like, feel I so guilty afterwards, and yeah. that's really just such a good reminder. If you can bring God into the conversation, do it. And, um... I love doing this, especially with people who I know don't know God. I am looking for something, and I'm like, okay, let's talk about something, and then I'm going to kind of, like, manipulate the conversation to be like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to bring God into it. And so then I'm just, like, sliding God in there, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it, like, transfers the conversation about to be about God. And um, so then this person may be like, yeah, I'm not really religious. I don't really go to church. And... Here's something I need to be better about, too. Invite them to church. Uh, yes. Invite them to church. And if you drive, I know gas is expensive, uh, yeah. but a couple more dollars, I mean, a couple more dollars, I think, what? is worth someone's life getting saved. Make it a movie night on Saturday and have them come over. Yes. Like, make it, or, like, meet up for breakfast that Sunday morning. Yes. It's just, um... I think it's really, it is, like, a good thing, especially if, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, especially if you have, like, if you have the availability to bring somebody, or you know you can invite this person, mm-hmm. but you, like, I know sometimes I get scared to invite people to church, because I'm, like, well, what if they don't like our church, or what if they, like, what if there's something wrong, like, what if they don't want to go with me, but mm-hmm. in the end, that's not what matters, what matters is getting them to a place of God. Yes. Like, maybe that one message Jonah gives us is the one <laughs> they needed to hear. I feel like every message Jonah gives me is something I need to hear. I'm always like, dang, Jonah. Like, I'm always the sitting there and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Writing down the notes, I'm like, he is popping off. Like, he yes. He really does. Shout out to he Jonah. Really does. And me and my mom are talking about, you know, our um, the lead pastor, Justin. <sighs> and we were talking about something he said. Um, cause we were talking about how simple church is so inviting. And I said, I love bringing people who don't go to church to simple church because I, you don't feel uncomfortable when you go there. You can mm-hmm. come in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and nobody's going to say anything. Yeah. Like I, I do that like every weekend. Um, I think, I think I legit showed up one day without my hairbrush and mascara under my eyes. It was probably a morning we had to set up 
<laughs> the 7, seven a.m. Shout out to us. Okay. Yeah. The whole team. The whole setup team. The whole setup teams. Yes. We work so hard. We. <laughs> yeah. We, sh- we try. We do our <laughs> best. We, we do, do our best. <laughs> um, I feel like if Jonah was here, he might be saying some different things. He might be saying some unkind things, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. We love Jonah. <laughs> we do love Jonah. Uh, he's kind to us, even though we aren't the most hardworking <laughs> on the setup team. But yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I feel like. Our church, I I invite, sometimes I'm scared to invite someone because I'm scared they're going to say no. But really, this, this, this is my number one thing right now. I don't care how scared you are. The worst thing someone can say is no. That's, that's what I'm like. I agree. I don't think anyone is going to like punch you across the face for asking if you want to come to church with them. Like, why would you ask me that? But um, I mean, some Most people, people would just be like, "No, thank you." But some people are just like, "No, I'm not really into it." It's, and sometimes you can, and I wouldn't like be like, "Why not?" But you know, come to them with kindness and be like, "No." And then eventually, you can kind of gradually just keep putting it in there, and just say, "Hey, look, I love that our church, uh, the youth group, has these hangouts, like where our cr- like a Christmas party." Just hey. My church is having this Christmas party. You want to come? And it's not. It's a Christmas party. Literally. And so that is like a soft introduction into getting them involved in the church. And it's so important to invite people to that because it's it's hard to say, but it's it's selfish for us to be scared Mm -hmm. when it's costing them a life. Exactly. I mean, a physical life because maybe they're going through some tough stuff and if they're if they don't have Jesus, because Jesus is the ultimate, the one and only healer. And if they don't have that, then they may think, you know, I can't get through this. But if they're introduced into Jesus, the one who can do all things, then they can get through that. And they may think, you know what, it's easier it's easier for me to live my life now knowing that I have a God who loves me. So th- saving them physically and saving them spiritually, knowing if you introduce them to Christ and they make that decision— God can save them, and they will have that eternal life. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Like, it's so, it's, like, selfish of us to just hold that back. And I, the one thing I do kind of like about our church, not to be like, yeah, simple church. Um, <laughs> I love how it's online. So, <gasps> yeah, even, even what I would think about is even if you didn't want to drive, or any church that's online, you could always be like, well, how about you come over this Sunday? We can watch it and then hang out. Yeah. Um, and I know, I know something that me and my friends like to do. So I always can get them in being like, oh, we'll go to lunch after. Oh, oh yeah. You put some food on the table. Yeah. I know so many times someone's asked me if I want to do something. I'm like, mm, no. But then they're, they're like, like, we'll, we'll, we'll go, go eat. And then I'm like, okay. Sign me up. Let's go. Like my mom, and she's like, you want to come with me to Sam's? I'm like, no. no. And then she's like, we'll get the Sam's pizza. And I'm like, Okay. I'm coming. Count me in. Can I got my shoes right now. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't care. My hair isn't brushed. I'm going. We're going. That, the Sam's pizza Gosh. is so good for no reason. It's so good. It's lovely. It's perfect. But it is pretty close. Yeah. To perfect. We're wrapping up with Sam's pizza today. This is not a paid advertisement. Oh, but what if it will next week? Yes. Sam's sponsor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yes, just to leave you here with kindness, save them physically, save them spiritually, and truly just 
when you start being more obedient to God, I feel like God starts giving you more wisdom. And that's that's so important. Just being kind to everyone. Because when you are kind to people, God remains kind to you. When when you forgive other people, he is forgiving you. And just treat people as Jesus treats you. Reflect on your life and say, how can I treat other people more kindly? And start to take action. Because, like we said earlier, we don't know how much time we have. Mm -hmm. Like, we may have 80 years. I may have, like, two minutes. I don't know. Uh... Think, thinking that I'm going to be driving on the way home, like, Aubrey, you may not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Seatbelt strapped. But I think it is so true. Like, you never know. You honestly never know when it could be your last breath. And we are eventually going to get to our judgment day. And whenever God asks us, what have you done for me? And what have you done for others? I want to be able to say, I gave it my best. Yes. I did everything I could for this person I planted yeah. the seed I I gave them all the kindness and wisdom I could yeah. maybe in the end it doesn't change anything but I want to be able to say that I did all I could yes because and this is so big and I know I'm rambling but <laughs> if even if you try with a million people and you save one person's life not it's you save not their one life person but matters. you introduce one person to Christ that is that is worth the world. And I don't want to get to God and him say, there were so many people that you talked to and you never even mentioned my name. And now those people are in hell. And it's because I didn't say anything. I don't want that to happen. That is, I think, that's like my nightmare is for me. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And to know that this person could have been saved if that even just that five-minute conversation we had, if I had just slid Jesus into the conversation, mm-hmm. and or if I had texted that person and just said, hey, come to church with me on Sunday. Or even something guys like, hey, I'm praying for you. Yes. And I think, whew, I can go on a little rant about this. I think when we say we are praying for somebody, we should legitimately stop and pray. And yes. I'm sorry, I know we're trying to wrap up, but I remember being in Juarez with uh, Angie and she was like, hey, guys, can we just stop and pray for a second? Um, I forget the situation. But I was like, that's mm-hmm. so crazy. Like, I feel like I've never experienced right after somebody says I'm going to pray for you, like it happens. Yeah. Like I, that whole 16 of us in that van, we were all praying over this one lady I've never even heard of. That's so awesome. Yeah. Power of prayer. Crazy, man. But um, I think that wraps this up, you know. Yeah. Just be kind to everyone in all circumstances. All circumstances. Yes. And like we said, saves a life. Kindness means so much more than what other people think. It does. It truly is just, I mean, it's one of the fruits of the spirits. So be kind. Always love. Always forgive. Always. Mm-hmm. And you'll be treated with the same. And yeah. So, y'all have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much, Aubrey, for being here. Thank you for having me. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.